You're listening to the Comedy Suplex Wrestling League right here on the Comedy Suplex Podcart Network, available on anchor.fm slash comedy suplex, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, every place where you can hear podcasts. You can hear our lovely podcarts. And this one is called the Comedy Suplex Wrestling League. And I'm your host, the Peach Machine. My co-host, as always, is with me, Mr. Dabble Dob. How you doing, buddy? Did you almost forget my name? No. I just was trying to trying to like like I did with my dog Toots Magoots. I was trying to get a little more clever with it. Yeah, but you just called me my like, name. What would be dab dabble dab? What would that be short before? Like Darren, yeah. Darren, Bell Babble Dab. <laughs> I don't know. It's a dabble dab. Okay, stick with dabble dab. Yeah, yeah. What? What? Where did you come up with that name? I picked it out of a book of names, <laughs> like children's names. No, it was in a Dungeons and Dragons book. Oh, you just admitted that on the air. Yeah, I love them. <laughs> I know you. Do. I'm going to admit right now. I I had a near death experience this week. What? So I'm, did I. Really? Sort Way of. to my thunder. Well, but I don't know if I'm near death. All right, you're about your near death experience. All right, I so choked. I about choked on a potato. Oh shit! All right, I, so what happened? I was alone. I was very high, and. My mouth is very dry, and a bunch of my friends had just left because we were playing Dungeons and Dragons. So I greedily ate this potato, and I didn't chew it properly. I swallowed it. It got stuck in my dry throat. So I just started gasping for air, and I remember thinking, like, they're going to find my corpse with my comically large pipe directly in front of me. It's going to be like some news story. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is bad. And I just fucking powered it out. Man, my fucking... So bad. Did you get to the point where you couldn't you couldn't get any air out or in? So you were just like I started to just like tunnel, I started to get the tunnel vision, and then I my heart rate was racing, and I remember I calmed myself down a little bit, and I was able to get a little bit of air. Oh man, that's scary as fuck. Yeah, I had to I had to calm my fucking heart rate down. I always assumed because I have a problem with eating too fast. And I've, I've had the Heimlich performed on me at least two times that I can think of, probably more. Mm-hmm. And yeah, one time was like, like I had to go to the hospital. But I figured I'm going to die from either choking or in a car accident. And the car accident almost happened this week. Did I tell you about I was in a car accident? No. Yeah, coming, coming home from my wrestling match, which I just emailed you, by the way. Uh Sitting at sitting on a, on a street, try, waiting to make a left turn, waiting for traffic to clear. Just got plowed into right in the right in the ass, and fucking yeah, my my car's totaled. We had to go to the emergency room. It was a big clusterfuck, and you know now here I am, no car, and the insurance company is going to give me, of course, you know, about a third of what my car is worth, and it's just going to be a pain in the ass. That's pain in the ass all around. Yes, yes, hey, literally. Hey, live and, and we're working on our our uh, opus our life's work here booking this fucking fantasy wrestling league this is like our uh what we're going to pass on when we die of choking <laughs> would you want to do a suicide pack from choking just like a 69 where we both choke <laughs> they die doing what they love <laughs> explain that <laughs> and then at our funeral, they're going to play a, an episode of this, and it's going to be like, and the, the preacher's going to look over at our family and be like, you know what? Probably best that they're gone. I like to imagine that like rigor mortis is set in, and so the caskets have to be on their sides, 
and they're right next to each other, and you can see like the dicks through the holes in it. <laughs> oh man, Casting what a show it. opener! Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad you're all right because we got a professional wrestling television show to book. This is our week before the pay per view. It's the go home show to our pay per view, still yet to be named. And on this show, we book a fantasy wrestling promotion with wrestlers from the past, the present, and even some non-wrestlers that made their way onto our roster. And so we start with running down last week's episode. So why don't you take us through the action from last week's Tuesday Night Turmoil. Boss Bagwell, was he making his debut? He was. No, he was not making his debut. Okay. He was making his... He, he did a, he did a, uh, a run-in the week prior. Okay. Anyway, he was taking on Victor of the Ascension. He's going solo in our promotion. And his gimmick is he's like a workout enthusiast, and he's always drinking these pre-workouts, but he's always lost. But now he has Professor James Mitchell, who's formulated the perfect pre-workout for vascularity and explosive energy, and he beat Buff Bagwell. Yes, Vaney Victor is his new name. And Vainy he defeated Mr. Mr. Bagwell, the stuff buster drink he was that Mitchell concocted for him, got the win, and then he sprinted off. Pass the torch, like the physique torch. Exactly. All right. Rusty C, uh, he's basically, it's Craig from the Brian, Vinny, and Craig show doing a Taz-style gimmick. He outgrappled Norman Smiley in a very scientific contest. Yes, he, he proved that he knows the counter to all of the hold that Norman Smiley laid in front of him. And then he challenged producer Rob of the same Brian and Vinny and Craig show to a yeah. two out of three falls match at the pay-per-view. The jiu-jitsu expert producer Rob, two out of three falls, and he pissed his gi, if I, if I recall correctly. He did, he did. Okay, Kevin Owens Jr. segment. Do you remember this one? I do. This was when Kevin Owens Jr., who was a eight-year-old boy or nine-year-old boy, he <laughs> he commandeered a a stable of um, gimmick-laden uh, wrestlers, Velveteen Dream, um, cuckold, Ke- basically. Kevin Owens, and uh, Michael Elgin. So Michael Elgin is a is a brony. Yeah. Velveteen Dream is Garfield the Cat, and. Um, Kevin Owens is a blue man from the blue man group. Yeah, reluctantly. Re- yeah, not Velveteen, happy about it. Velveteen's into it. Elgin's definitely into it. And uh, But Kevin Owens, he just wants his old life back, his old wife back. And right. Kevin Owens Jr. now. All right. Buddy Murphy was in the ring, and he was taking on Slick Willie Goldberg. And the Cowboy faction with Cowboy Kenny Omega, Double J, and Golden. They came out with their lassos, riding their invisible horses. And we had an upset here when Buddy Murphy called, he called an audible. He went against yeah, yeah. the script. And he did. And Goldberg. Got we the win over it. Slick Willie Goldberg. Yeah, that's a big win for Buddy Murphy, who's been just complaining on Twitter about his lack of a push. Baron Corbin promo. Do you remember anything about this? Or is it like real life when he cuts a promo, everyone forgets it? Yeah, everyone just turned the channel. No, he talked about how he's done with the with the drag queen gimmick. He hates the, the vendor bender. And oh. he's uh, he doesn't know where the vendor bender is, but he, he vowed to destroy him. Contract signing for the world title match. Next week at the pay-per-view, it's Tracy Smothers making one last run. 
taking on Dirty Ron McDonald, the reigning world champion. And Ron stated that if he wanted it in the contract, that if Smothers does not win, he <laughs> must end his career. And he's, he, Ron made some, some racial uh, epitaphs about the people of Alaska, called them Eskimo trash. And this set off Tracy Smothers, who started beating up um, Dirty Ron. And right before he could land that big left hand, that, that haymaker KO killer punch, um, Bray Wyatt grabbed him by the ankles and, and pulled Dirty Ron to safety. Yep. And then Smothers signed the contract. Yes. All right. We had... Our television title match, Shivani earlier in the show announced it, or last week, and it's the television champion John Moxley with Shooter Amino, and uh, he's taking on Tommaso Tommy Chompers, the uh, rat form of Tommaso Ciampa. Right, and I believe Tommaso Ciampa or Tommy Chompers got the win here over Amino, and Triple H was in his corner and no 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 this one was no. chompers and moxley for the tv title oh that's right okay yeah. so what happened it was a big schmoz yeah yeah so basically like triple h and taven ran in and moxley fought them off and then eventually i think uh who else ran in the sovereign ran in at the end at the end but after that it was roman reigns and the milkman chavo guerrero ran in to attack chompers he fought them off and then Chompers put Moxley in his submission hold where he gnaws on their head. But it was yep. a time limit draw, 20 minutes. Moxley retained the TV title, but it looked like he was about to tap. And Samoa Joe and Jeff Cobb ran in, beat the shit out of both of them. And the Sovereign uh, stood tall at the end. Hell of an episode leading into our pay-per-view match, our There's pay-per-view show. Second. There's one more yeah. second. It was oh. Shaquille O'Neal. Oh. Shaquille O'Neal, do you Run us through this one. You have to. That one. I do remember this. Shaquille O'Neal is at the is at the Navy base in Annapolis, Maryland, and he was looking at a radar screen in hopes of finding the shipwrecked potentially AJ Styles and Luchasaurus, who would set journey to prove that the Earth was flat. So the, they had not been heard from in a week, and Shaq was looking for them. And at the very end, there was a, a blip on the screen, and Shaq said. I got to go save my buddies. Man, I got goosebumps. Shit, yeah. All right. So this is the go-home show. Um, we got 15 minutes to book it. We got to tell the boys what's going to happen. And uh, then it's time to get on with the show. Yeah. So what's our pay-per-view going to be called? Let's just call it uh, Monthly Pay-Per-View. Monthly Pay-Per-View. Oh, shit. I cannot wait for Monthly Pay-Per-View. <laughs> yeah. You know All what right. it is? That's the best like name for a product. It has to tell you what it is. Right, right. Very simple. Monthly yeah. wrestling pay-per-view, maybe. Monthly wrestling pay-per-view. MWPPV. All right. So what, what's on the go-home show? We have to hit some high points here. Obviously, Mothers and Dirty Ron have to somehow get involved. Yep, we need that. We need uh, we need something with Tommy Chompers and, and the Big Dog, because that's, that's going to be the match of the pay-per-view. Yeah, let's give, let's give Bray Wyatt a match. Okay. So, and let's put it down the card a little bit, because he's kind of been in the background the whole time, even though he was the original person Kevin Sullivan chose for his, mm. like, demonic group. Right. So, what about putting Bray versus uh, a Flip Gordon? Oh, all right. 
And Bray can have uh, Dirty Braun and Sullivan in his corner. That can be like a co-main. Okay. So where are we going with Rusty C and Producer Rob? That's like our undercard. <laughs> um, yeah. Bizarre. So they got a two, two out of three falls match. Do yeah. we want to make it like first fall one is something, fall two is something? I No. I think what should happen is Producer Rob... Like, he's been the cowardly uh, person this whole time. He's yeah. afraid of this match, but he has to get a smart idea. And I think the idea is to, to goad Rusty C into making it, like, a best-out-of-five match. And oh. He's to wear him down and make him tired so he can tap him out. Okay, okay. So I like he it. into a best-of-five, and then maybe it's a pace with you. You know, he goads him into a best-of-seven, and Rusty C can squash him like, First two, then he starts getting rolled. I like it. I think yeah, he's all away. We'll change it for sure, just like Vince. Right. Right. Okay. So what do we do this week with Rusty C? And uh, should we have him beat another like technical wrestler? I think that's good. Or or maybe Rob has a match and Rusty C comes out to ringside and like intimidates him and causes Rob to lose. He's so scared. Okay, who who gets the upset win? It's got to be like the lowest of the low, right? Yeah, maybe Buff. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when you said lowest of the low, one name came to mind. I want to um, Virgil and Osprey. Because when they were infuting, like we kind of haven't mentioned it in a while, but when they were infuting groups with the band gimmicks, yeah. the back matches. I think one was a 60-minute draw. I think they should be a tag team. Okay. Osprey and Virgil. Oh, and the, quick. the internet would go crazy for that for that tag team. That's a good tag team. Yeah. Who should they take on? Hmm. That's the hard part. We don't have... We have the, neglected, just like WWE, tag team division. We got the much. Usos. We got the New Day. We kind of never followed up on Drunk Jimmy hitting yeah. the event. We, we, did, we, did, we had a match where he was drunk and, and couldn't perform. All right, let's do the Usos here versus okay. Austin and Virgil with the beach body. Okay. And I want the old school Usos where they do the hawk. Okay. Like two minutes. Okay. Or maybe Jimmy's so drunk like he, he can't put his makeup on properly. He's very drunk. I want to okay. be very clear on that. So he's just got like smeared like whore, whore makeup? Uh, whore? No. Uh, yeah, maybe a little whore. I'm just saying like smeary, you know, yeah. like not, not sharp. Crooked. Yeah, yeah. All right, how about Buddy Murphy? And he, he needs to take on Double J because that's a match I think the internet would like also. I think so too. All right. Uh, what's Baron do this week, if anything? Are we going to push Baron? He cut that like promo. I think we should push him. Oh, God. Okay. How high? To the top? As high as WWE pushes him. Oh, my God. We, ch we changed him back to the constable, remember? I thought we made it something similar to a constable, but like worse. Oh, we the Bobby. Oh, shit. He's a Bobby. Can we just call him Bobby Corbin? Yes, we can. Right. Now I'm getting behind it. All right. 
That's all it took. Bobby C, and, and then we could pair him with Rusty C. Down six months. Okay. All right, Bobby Corbin. Is he going to have a singles match here, or like another promo, a vignette, tag team? Uh, I think a singles match. Okay. Is he going to get the dub? Yeah, yeah. We need... Who's a good jobber for Baron Corbin? Who'd be a good match for him? Hmm. You need someone who can just fucking carry the whole match. Leo Rush. God, the size difference. That <laughs> would be hilarious. And Leo's working heel. What's going on with Vaney Victor? I guess he needs to pick up a, a win. This is going to be a match-heavy show. Like well, no that's way. good because we had a, we had a, a, a Gaga-heavy heavy show last week. Well, comparatively... Yeah. We still got Kevin Owens Jr. hanging out here. Yeah, yeah. Let's put um let's put <laughs> let's put Bobby 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 Corbin versus one of the one of the three uh first. I have, I have an idea for the Kevin Owens group. Okay. With you. Okay. I'm gonna put so, it early too. No, I'm gonna put it here. Bobby C versus Cesaro. What about Leo Rush? Oh, okay. You were, you're good with that? Yeah. Okay. Why not? You can get right. heat on the little guy. Yeah. So what's Vaney Victor doing? Anything? we got a lot going on this week already. Yeah, he needs to. Maybe what's we do a... workout vignette? Yes, yes. Like like playing volleyball? <laughs> like Top Gun style? Um, But like more nudity. Oh, oh gayer. Nothing so, gay about admiring another man's as long as it's not, not sexual. Right. Like I can go to the gym and stare a guy down all day. Like he's not going to notice me. Like I can time it perfectly. I'm just admiring him. It's no. Not, yeah. Yeah. Perfectly normal. Perfectly healthy. But what I'm saying is, we have Victor out in the volleyball courts, and maybe he's like playing some two-on-two volleyball against, you know, Iceman and <laughs> Iceman and Magic Man or whatever the fuck. And, I there's just a cameo by Ice Train. Oh, damn. Forgot about Ice Train. Well, that's your fault. He's but I great. think... I think the greatest themes of all time. And, and we can also have a cameo by Connor of the Ascension, who can just be his tag team, his volleyball partner, but we don't address him in any way. Okay. Well, you're producing this one now. It's out all of right. control. All right. Okay. So Mockley and Shooter um, at the pay-per-view, they're scheduled to face uh, Triple H and Taven. If I'm not mistaken, for the tag titles, right? Yes. So how? And, and they kind of ran in and, and attacked Moxley, but Moxley fought them off. So this is the go home show. Ooh. So and this is a grudge match because Moxley, you know, he kind of left WWE. Kind of obvious. Yeah. Um, and it's his protege versus Triple H's protege, Taven and Shooter. Yeah. And we had uh, Taven versus Shooter two weeks ago. Taven beat him. Hmm. That's just a little background on this. Yeah. Taven, Taven and Triple H beat uh, Cobb. Triple H needs to have a match. Is this his first match? Yes, Triple H versus, versus Cobb. It's got to be a main event. Man. Yeah. Versus Cobb. Are you going to get Moxley and Shooter involved in this? I'm imagining. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about the world champion? What's he going to do? We haven't booked the world champion in. Uh, oh wait, he's out there with uh Bray. Yeah. And yeah. 
Okay, I've got an idea for them on that one. And then that just leaves Luchasaurus, AJ, and Shaq, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think maybe we do a vignette where, where Shaq's like in a submarine. And yeah. He's like look, looking out a periscope. I think you should have a full-on warship. Submarine's a warship. Talking like an aircraft carrier. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I mean, that, submarines. Submarines are good. Dramatic lighting. He's too big for it, so he's right. Not- that's that's what I was going with. He's right. comically large inside. I apologize. He's, he's looking. He's looking through the periscope, and we just see like, you know, two bodies on okay. shipwrecked on like a like an iceberg. All right, so that's and a like, act show. I don't think there's time for anything else. No, that's good. All right, man. Well, you want to send them out there? Let's send them out there. All right, boys, you ready? Let's everybody get a hand and clap it up. Break it down. Grab a oh, knee. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ring that bell. We start off with five minutes of Buff Bagwell coming out, baby, to the pyro. He's posing. He's shaking hands. He's a cowboy for angels. And he's going to take on... Jiu-Jitsu Rob. What kind of music? Did, what's Jiu-Jitsu Rob's entrance? In the arms of the angels. I think he should do like the old Grace train, but it's just him and like maybe some like dummies on rollers. I was going to say dummies on rollers. Of course like, you were. Like Bart's Michael Jackson thing? Exactly. That's the whole oh, thing. Yes, I love it. All right. He does the Gracie train down there with the dummies on rollers. And... So basically, this is the classic match of power versus technique, and Rusty C is going to come down, right? Mm-hmm. So like Buff gets the he hits his signature headlock, and Rusty <laughs> comes down. Right, All right. He, he's looking to set up that Buff blockbuster. Rusty C comes down, uh, and then uh, you know, I think we need to have Rob get the win. Okay. Because you don't want to have him have a loss going into the pay-per-view. And his whole gimmick is he accidentally, like, lucks into wins. Right. So you could have, like, he gets distracted, he pisses his gi, and then Buff goes for the blockbuster after he gets distracted. He rolls through into a mounted um, guillotine choke. Nice. And, and Buff taps, but he doesn't let go. He, he takes him limp. <laughs> like and he, he just, just and he just he stares down Rusty C and he's just like, "This is you. This yeah. is you in a week." He was emboldened by his win. Yeah, just ignoring piss so gee, but yeah, he's emboldened now. Moving forward, the baby. That's money. People that is great. See this. Yes, they will. Osprey and Virgil. I think uh, they would be a really good tag team, and they're going to take on. The drunk Usos. Well, only one of them is drunk, right? Yeah, the other one's a mess. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I think you have a back and forth match, obviously 50-50, and you start approaching the time limit because you've got to keep them both strong. So they go about like 18 minutes, and then the cops come out and arrest Jimmy Uso, which distracts Jay, and it's schoolboyed by Virgil. The cops are like, well, we know where he is. He's got a yeah, match tonight. Yeah, finally got him. This is his first match. Right. Since then. So, they, yeah, they, they arrest him. Up. And he, yeah. And Virgil and Osprey get the win. Yeah. All right. Vaney Victor Vignette. 
All right. So, Professor, so they're like, you know, we just see like some, some hot volleyball action, like some 1980s sort of like neon, you know, graphics and shit. And it's like, hey, boom. It's sort of like he's going up for a spike and like Connor's setting him up real nice and just crushing it. And then we're like, all right, game. And the referee like blows the whistle and like signals that it's game. And they go walk over and Professor Jim Mistral's like, here, my boy, drink this. <laughs> and it's like spike juice on it or something like that. Yeah. Or something like that. He's like, drinks it. And he's like, all right, let's finish the match. So they just run back out there and they just start playing more volleyball. I think the pre-workout should be called Veincore XL. Oh, nice. I love pre-workouts. They always have ridiculous names. So Veincore, K-O-R-R-E, XL, capital XL. Two R's. Veincore. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Double J, Buddy Murphy. Um, the story of this match is it's mostly Double J taking it. But at the very and he's laying him in stiff to make up for Buddy Murphy going off script last week. But as he's known to do, he goes off script again and he just shoot uh, cinches up on a cradle on Double J and gets the one, two, three. Perfect. Jared just like kicks out and like protests to the ref. Yeah. Buddy Murphy's just smirking and yeah. Yeah. And he gets it on his phone and just starts tweeting two and oh. Two and oh, baby. It's the new me. Kevin Owens Jr. segment. Okay, the lights go out. There's a, a ton of pyro. There's just lights everywhere, and Kevin Owens Jr. rides out on the back of Michael Elgin in his pony outfit. He's getting fanned with palm leaves by his dad and also the Velveteen Dream, and his mom is in, like, I don't know, like a sexy Fortnite costume. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Okay. He rolls to the ring, and he's like, Guess what? I'm going to have a match tonight because I'm Kevin Owens Jr. Meh. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, Dad, get down here. You're going to have a match with me. And he's like, no, son. And he's like, yeah, you're going to. And everyone's like, come on, Kevin. No, no he, he, as soon as he says no, son, he's like, no, you can't talk. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's a blue man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so... He protests, but eventually the bell rings and he looks annoyed, hands on hips. He's like looking around at the crowd and they're all wanting to just beat the shit out of his eight-year-old son. But eventually, if I know our audience, but eventually he just lays down and Kevin Owens Jr. puts the foot on his chest and he flexes his little eight-year-old arms vigorously with the one, two, three. Nice. Kevin Owens Jr. He's one and oh now. Shit, a Buddy Murphy-esque win streak. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Owens Jr. versus KO. A lot of people are going to argue we should have saved that for the pay-per-view, but here we are. Here we are. No, it's, right. it's a build-up because we're going to maybe run it back in the pay-per-view where Kevin Owens is like, uh, we'll see. We'll see when we get there. Bobby Corbin, Leo Rush. This is um, this has Dark Match written all over it, but it's in the middle of the card. <laughs> it's top, hour, top of hour two. Uh, <laughs> it is. So I, so I said Leo Rush working heel, but I but Bobby Corbin's a heel, so he's a massive heel. He beat the shit out of those three. Yeah. Right? So Leo Rush is a baby face here. So he's doing all his flippity flying flapperuskis, and yeah. uh, Corbin eventually k- hits him with what is his finisher? End of days or something? Days, yeah. Yeah. Hits him with the finisher. Well, one, it's two, a patty three. wagon. 
the paddy wagon. Oh, he drops him with the paddy wagon. Yep. One, two, pulls his shoulder up. Uh-uh, oh. not good enough. Oh. Second paddy wagon. One, two, three. I love it. Yeah. That's a, and then, that's a great heel then, move. Then he puts a dress on him. On Leo? Yeah. Oh, man. Humiliates he, him. I think he should grab the mic and be like, I got this out of a Barbie doll. It should fit you, you little fucking wimp. He puts the dress on. That's great. Fucking wimp's great. Flip Gordon, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt has the world champion. Uh, I think, like, Ron should do be obviously snorting just handfuls of cocaine. He's just very paranoid as he comes out with Sullivan and Bray. Handfuls of cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Flip was aligned with AJ and Shaq and Smothers at one point. I don't think Smothers should be out there with him. They kind of sp- decided to split up. So we got Bray Wyatt versus Flip Gordon on his own. Okay. What is this? What's the story of this one? Uh, it's, you know, Bray's been subtly saying how he's better than Dirty Ron. So I think he needs to get the win here. But, uh, you know, he just saved Ron last time. Maybe we could do a thing where Ron had an opportunity to save him. Yeah. But he blows it. He's just paranoid. Or, or he just he just doesn't get in there. Yeah. Or something. Wait, so who is it? It's against it's Bray and who? Flip. Brain flip, yeah. So okay. I think you can do the Ron blowing his spot where maybe like it was supposed to be set up where he gets up on the apron to push Flip down, but like yeah. he gets paranoid and he looks around and so Flip hits like the four fifty, but he only gets a two count on Bray. Like, he doesn't win it, right. but Ron could have saved him from it, but he blew it by being paranoid. Yeah, yeah. And, and so you can still have Bray get the win that way. And, okay. And Ron still blew. All right. And then and then they got to just beat the shit out of him at the end. Start to get their heat back, and Tracy makes the save. Tracy makes the save, and this time somehow he has to land that left and knock Ron out cold, like comically sell the knockout and just lay there for at least like a minute. Oh, okay. I was going to say into the next segment. <laughs> He's just in the ring for the rest of the night. Right. Okay. So Bray Wyatt picks up the win after kicking out of the uh, 450. Uh, Smothers runs in after it makes the save as they're doing the beat down and he hits the big left on Ron and Bray doesn't save him this time. Yeah. All right. Main event. I don't know where you're going to go with this one because we've protected Cobb since week one. We made a, a deal. He was a number one draft pick when week 45. Cobb versus a debuting Triple H. Hmm. Cobb got in, Cobb interfered in this match last week. Right. The well, he ran was... at the end, and they yeah. actually attacked Oxley and Chompers. Right. Okay. Maybe maybe Trips can do like a thing at the start where he's like. Join with us. You got so much potential. I can lead you to the promised land. You guys, because he knows that they're going to have to have a match at the pay-per-view. So he's trying to, like, sweeten them up a little bit and be like, you know, come with us. We don't need to have this match. We don't need... And Cobb's like, no way. I want those belts back, and I'm running through you. I'm going to soften you up before the match. Yeah, Cobb, Cobb should uh, accuse Triple H of already having his sloppy seconds because they cut Taven weeks ago. They cut the dead weight weeks ago. That's right. That's right. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. And uh, you think we do a finish on this? I think Cobb goes right after him after he talks about having his sloppy seconds. 
and Cobb just runs wild for a while on him. And I don't, I don't know where you go with a finish on this because you've got to keep everyone strong. But we did a fuck job last week. Right. I'm doing a lot of fuck jobs lately. <laughs> oh, man. I think Cobb should get the win. I kind of think so, too. Because they don't have a match at the pay-per-view, Cobb and Joe. So I think he should get the win over Triple H somehow. Maybe Triple H fakes the quad injury this time, like he did to beat uh, them in the tag match. I think it was. Yeah. Cobb just hits the core of the islands on him this time and pins him. All yeah, right. do we want Samoa Joe involved in this finish here? More than Samoa Joe, I think he needs to be out there, but Moxley and Shooter need something to do. And I assume Taven would be out there also. Yeah, yeah. They could just beat the shit out of everyone at ringside. Moxley and Mo- Moxley Shooter? Moxley goes after Joe, and then Shooter goes after Taven because Taven beat him. And yeah. they just they just run wild on them on the outside, but they don't get involved with the action on the inside. And that's when Cobb needs to hit his finish. Like not necessarily yeah. that Triple H is distracted by it, but it just neutralizes them from running in and making a save. Right. And then Which is Cobb, probably Triple H's plan. Usually. And then yeah. uh Cobb hits the tour of the islands and gets the win. Sounds good. Um, all right, so that leaves us with one more segment, and that's oh, yeah. Shaq on the submarine. Shaq on the submarine, and he's crouched over, and he can barely stand. He's like, where, where are you? Where are you, Alan? Where are you? He's calling them by their shoot names. <laughs> where are you? Where are you, Captain? What was he? Colonel so- or Lieutenant Soros? Yeah. Where are you? And he's like, and he sees just like a glimmer on a on an iceberg, and he's like. Captain, starboard ho, starboard ho, now, now, 400 kilometers, 300 kilometers, we got to get up there, get the, get the dinghy ready, and then, get the dinghy, (laughs) and then, that's it. I think he should take in a very dramatic, and stop me if this is too much, in a very dramatic shack by himself, and just through the fog, he's just paddling through the fog, and he finally gets to LT Soros and AJ Styles and they're just stranded on like a little piece of barrel and he's like are you okay are you alright and AJ's laying and he goes look it's the edge and, Sha- and Shaq looks up and he's shocked because he sees the edge we, and we don't see the edge though no yeah yeah good good I like it a fitting, a fitting cliffhanger going into monthly pay-per-view so you're going to have to listen next week on Tuesday, or, or every Tuesday, our shows come out. You have to listen. This was episode number forty-five, so number forty-six will be the pay-per-view monthly pay-per-view. You can follow us on social media at Comedy Suplex, at Dabble Dab, at Peace Machine, all those places: Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes. Subscribe, like, and share us. We really appreciate all the listeners. Tweet to us. We really would like to hear from all of our uh, all of our fans here. So, Dabble Dab, you got any final words? Those three words we always leave you with. Earth is flat. Show no prep. Wait, what? No show prep.